And now it's time to welcome back our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Thank you, Serena. On behalf of Live From Here, I continue my journey across the country, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I put on my boots and my favorite long underwear with a flap in the back and caught a plane for St. Paul, Minnesota. This incredibly hard, cold winter has turned a traditionally strong people unfazed by the weather into an angry people cursing at the sky. The snow this year simply never stopped. In most places, when you say you need to get your car out, it means opening the garage. Here, it means freeing it with jackhammers, pickaxes, and a friend with a snowplow and a quart of whiskey in the glove box. The winter was so bad that the locals looked out at this week's rain-soaked 40-degree days that turned the snow black and began flooding their homes and declared, it's the most beautiful spring I've ever seen. Or as the woman at the hotel with a bandage on her finger announced, welcome to mud season. While the locals may have been ready for shorts and flip-flops, I headed out along the slushy, over-salted streets like a swaddled-up baby. I was proud of myself as I shuffled towards the glow of the coffee shop and thought about how grateful they would be that I, alone, came out into this horrible weather. I envisioned walking in, shaking off my hat, and declaring with pride that I had walked there all by myself. But when I opened the door, the place was packed with customers who glared at me like they knew I hadn't earned this cup of coffee the same way they did. They could tell from the smile on my face that I came from someplace warm. Have you ever entered a coffee shop and heard a mother tell her toddler to kick you in the shins? I have. Carrie, the barista, had a diamond stud on the side of her nose that may have been an ice chip. She wore the kind of tall wool hat that on a man makes him look like he hunts elk with his bare hands, but made her look like an adorable coffee gnome. The deep aroma of roasted coffee wrapped around me as I ordered a hot latte that Carrie spiked with CBD oil and a blueberry lemon scone that weighed as much as a healthy third grader. The people of St. Paul know that you can still eat this way because while the snow may be ending, the need for bathing suits and shaved legs is still months away. <laughs> I sat next to a middle-aged woman named Mary Beth who was still wearing her big poofy jacket and an ear flap hat. Her boots were covered in muddy snow and she had a large duffel bag on her lap. She said that she had just run away from home because that's where her children live. <laughs> I just couldn't take it anymore, she said. We've been in the house so long that I felt like I was turning into Jack Nicholson in The Shining. And my husband turned into Shelley Duvall. She described her kids as the big one, the middle one, and the devil. And they each came with their own headline. The big one, weird, but finally getting married. The middle one, unemployed again. The devil, out to kill me. She said, I'm hoping that the big one getting married will inspire the other two and move things along. I just want my house back. Around here, you're supposed to marry young because you need someone to help with the shoveling. 
That makes a lot of sense. People get married for the wrong reasons these days. Forget romance and love stories. What you really need is someone to help get you through life's small difficulties. Just one person who will take your phone call and really care that you missed your connecting flight in Dallas. That's true love. Jacked up on caffeine and, a feeling, and feeling kind of cozy from the latte, I moved on in search of some comfort food, and I ended up at Mickey's dining car. It's a diner that's so small, it has a short man complex, and everyone yells at you when you walk through the door. I sat at the bar and ordered a coffee, a Denver omelet, and a side of crispy bacon. I figured in a place this size, if I'm gonna leave smelling like bacon, I might as well eat some of it. I sat next to a guy who looked like a mad scientist and his hair stood up on the top of his head like one of those troll dolls. He had big orange boots and yoga pants that stuck out underneath his thick black sweater. Have you ever had a CBD latte and two cups of diner coffee and suddenly realized you might be eating breakfast with a giant ostrich? I have. It looked like he'd been wearing that sweater for months with crumbs from every meal this winter clinging to the fuzz. How, how do you know when it's time to clean a sweater anyway? It can have holes and balls of fuzz pilled all over it, and I just keep wearing it. If I lived in St. Paul, I'd just buy a sweater in the fall, wear it until spring, and toss it in the compost. <laughs> the ostrich gathered his things and said he had to go. I'm out here on a search party, he said. I'm trying to find my mother. We're afraid she might have run away from home. <laughs> I realized he was the big one. And I told him, maybe you should just let your mom be for a while. If you've ever seen The Shining, then you know sometimes it's just better to leave certain people alone. I told him to do what the rest of the people in the Twin Cities are doing with their families right now. Just wait a little longer until everything finally defrosts and see who's still around. <laughs> Thank you, St. Paul. Warth, warmth is coming. And until next time, this has been Tom Papa out in America. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Tom is heading to Boise, Idaho to the Egyptian Theater on March 29th. 